0: Definitely not. Shut up and dribble. The
1: champ is here. I must be
0: the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The
1: champ is here. I will, I will not lose. I'm a bad man. I took up the world. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man mh yes he's the db of the show and we are black in sports giving the voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble here bringing you back inside the locker rooms where we talk about topics in and around the game mh you ready to do this yes sir all right man so man we're just gonna do like a little rapid fire man just hit all the little topics you know nothing that's you know we're gonna spend a lot of time on so there's gonna be quick in and out man but just uh we had to talk about what's going on so I want to start if you don't mind, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Yes, sir. Let's All right, go. man. So I wanted to start with the dub w- the NCAA women's finals, right? And of course, this we're black in sports, we gotta give it up, you know, give that shout out, you know, to the to the goat, you know, Don. So shout out to her. <laughs> always dress fly on the sidelines, and <laughs> always and <laughs> always gotta fit on. And I don't know if she got a line or a deal with Louis Vuitton, but the, you saw yeah, the release, something fly up over there. But, um, no, that's the, the outside accolades. But, no, definitely want to see her get her shine on and whatever deals and and things with, you know, becoming the best. You know, we talked about on the live show uh, her getting some kind of deal or some kind of dope contract um, just to, to, to get her paid her worth, you know, being one of the highest paid coaches. Um, I don't know if it's just um, – well, she's close because uh, – who is it that she played against? Um, the coach that was for um,
0: UConn, UConn, Gino. Uh, Gino yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so no, I'm definitely happy for, for the outcome. I was definitely rooting for them. I mean, you know, we do root for everybody that's black, but definitely for her. She just, you know, uh, seems like she has a great program over there.
0: Yeah. Still haven't forgot what you did to Martin. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, yeah, but uh, that on
1: the social, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> definitely credit where credit is due. Um, undefeated in the national championship games. Um, So uh, her teams are continually showing up um, when it's time and necessary. It's really built a strong program um, at university of South Carolina. Um, And now it's kind of taken, I I guess the the platform that UConn has kind of held for so long and to kind of be up there nationally known where, you know, Tennessee used to be and, uh Louisiana Tech and Baylor and all those things. And now we have to throw South Carolina for sure in that mix. Um it's definitely a, a shout out to what she's doing there. Um, That's being a place. pioneer. Yeah. Being a pioneer of the of the sport for a long time. Um uh, both on and, and, and off the court and I think it's super cool uh because we do remember her uh for her playing for her playing days and you know um with the it what the Olympic team did there in 96, 92, 96. Um, and she was one of those pioneers. And then obviously playing in WNBA and then giving back to the game. Uh, now in the college ranks and where the game is going uh, for women and uh, she doing it with her own style and flair uh, is great. Uh, and oh, I, I, I hope to could have continued success her way.
1: Absolutely. And uh, like, yeah, it's, and starting to bring those, that kind of talent, you know, she had the, what the player of the year mm-hmm. it was boston she surely so did what uh what years was he is she a uh, sophomore or junior? yeah i don't know either. i want to say it's a
0: junior but i don't want to be, be right be wrong.
1: wrong on that but no mm-hmm. so definitely good to see them you know take it all away and you know because it kind of fell short and you know they definitely talked about like that journey and you know what she does i think there was even um talking about how they have a, a sisterhood or just kind of like a bond where they, uh, you know, just kind of keep each other, you know, in touch and support each other. And then she was able to pull, pull it all the way through, man.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Asia too. You know, she's been a big part of uh, the pioneer. Asia Wilson here, at Las Vegas Aces on. MVP. Yeah, she was there celebrating. She was there celebrating, but she's been a, a staple in the pioneer of that program. So shout out to her. Congratulations. She, she, she
1: got a statue out front. so
0: She got a statue. <laughs> See there she
1: got a statue. So moving on, man. So from NCAA, you know, I definitely enjoyed and, and watched the, the women, but uh uh so then the men take over, right? Like there was a lot of story. I think the the final four of the men's were more exciting and more kind of captivating than the actual championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just to have those storied, you know, uh college programs in the final four, which is probably one of the biggest that the NCAA has seen in a while.
0: It's kind of interesting. I feel like ba- uh, NCAA men's basketball has always been, you know, the highlight is obviously the Final 4 and in some ways the National Championship outside of hearing Luther sing at the end of the night is just kind of like whatever. Right. <laughs> like it's all over. Uh, yeah, but uh <laughs> um I didn't I didn't honestly uh I didn't watch too much of it. I I was a a Duke fan. That I am a Duke fan. Yes, you um, are. That Coach K, been... that, that loss hurt hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> no, Coach K has been – uh, it's like a piece of, like, my childhood, like, officially ending, kind of, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I've been a Duke fan since Bobby – I mean, Bobby Hurley and Grant Hill, like, early 90s. Absolutely.
1: Uh,
0: and then seeing the you know, obviously where Duke is now, and it's Coach K, I guess, leaving. We'll, I mean, we'll see.
1: Hey, we've been um, we've been seeing people retire and come back as we've of late. Been,
0: we've been seeing that. So, so, I was hurt, but uh, you know, I was glad Carolina lost.
1: Dang. All right. So really quick, uh it, it's you said part of your you're like growing up, you know, and he that tribute that they played that day uh for him was dope as hell. And just like what he's done to touch so many, you know, you as, you know, uh athletes, we always talk about people that are Hold, you know, father roles or just really strong men and mentor roles to us, mm-hmm. and you know it just kind of showed that he he had that for for a lot of his players and for his wife to kind of uh, co-sign on that sentiment about like just growing the family that they had. So that was dope. Definitely would have been a different game to see, you know, if Duke went because it, it would follow that narrative that everybody wanted, um, especially some of the files that they called in the game. They were calling those Coach K files, but. You know he didn't uh, make it. I don't know.
0: About that. <laughs> he didn't make it. I don't know about that. But shout out to uh I mean like the great thing about coach K, and I think we can all get a, a, a learn from this and I know you put a quote up from him about he enjoys crying at the end cuz it's like crying for joy or crying even if pain. it's pain, you know, you left it all on the uh you know, he left it all out there. But I think that to me what's really interesting about him is evidently he's probably had to uh continue to evolve. Mm-hmm. uh and which to me means he's a learner probably and a listener right? right uh to some degree um he's you know he was he was successful in the era where you know players were staying 2 to 3 years he had Christian Leitner; I was there forever and Bobby Hurley and you know he kind of reformed himself into uh you know the JJ reddick kind of era where you know you had all the shooters and those type of things and he was really becoming like you know, Duke was really taking you know program off, where he's trying to catch Carolina type of deal, and then now into this one and done age, where now he's almost championing that aspect as well. I would just think he has to evolve with the game, um, and usually old coaches kind of get phased out at certain times mm-hmm. because they don't evolve, um, but he's always evolved, and it's it, I think it, it's a bigger tell that a lot of his you know former players are on his assistant staff now, and obviously are taking the program over from there. So, um, uh, shout out to, to learning.
1: I mean, well, hell, and he took it to the pro level, right? Like he,
0: Oh yeah. I didn't even mention that. the, the I mean, Olympics stuff, himself, right? right? Like, it, mm-hmm.
1: and coach that like, yes, he had great talent at his, um, you know, at his school, but when you talk about the best of the best, you know,
0: yeah. Put those teams egos, together. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So no, so definitely shout out to him and, it would have been nice to see him, and I guess we'll talk really briefly about that game since you're you're glad uh, NC lost. Um, I don't know. I wanted to see NC um, win uh, mm-hmm. because I root for everybody who's black and his white wife.
0: You <laughs> didn't have to do that.
1: He did it, man. I he did. He it. did
0: say that. He did. He I, did I don't. It. I don't know why he said I that. I don't, why still that was don't even, know why he did that. Why that was even necessary, but or whatever
1: so yes that's I why I was even, done.
0: he did it <laughs> he did do that
1: so um I just, <laughs> I just thought kansas was hot like after watching them that you know play their their playing game i just like man they're winning and are the depth was another mm-hmm. thing so i just kind of knew kansas was going to take it but then when i saw shit up by 15 points at halftime i was like whoa oh okay and then yeah. we know the, the rest of how that went
0: I'm sure the NCAA didn't really want Kansas to win either, knowing they kind of going through this ongoing investigation about what's going on. So I'm sure they weren't happy about (laughs) putting them on this national platform. (laughs) Uh, But they kind of losing power anyway, right? With NIL and schools are just really doing kind of what they want to do. You know, so they're hanging on to whatever power they have left, but they're they're losing it day by day.
1: Oh, did you hear about the, the controversy of the court? for the uh the final four and the championship mm-hmm. so they're it? saying that like you know even though playing in a stadium and like this is what the final four and the you know the championship's all about you know it's the only venue that can hold the amount of people that are really present and excited for it but the court that they put in there is put it's a movable court and it has give and they were just saying that um some of the injuries that north carolina North Carolina got like those ankles that you could actually see the floor giving at a time where it should have been supporting and maybe caused some of those injuries. So I don't know if you heard that was the.
0: I didn't. Or uh, uh, I mean, they only North Carolina only play like six dudes <laughs> when the <laughs> tournament started. Uh, so maybe they were just tired. I don't know.
1: Speculation. Now it shouldn't even. be
0: Duke anyway, but whatever.
1: Moving on, keeping it basketball centric, and we're gonna still jump around to some other leagues, but. Um, you were telling me, um, I don't know, was it a tweet or a post or something? Adam Silver's out there spouting off. And like what you told me just doesn't make any damn sense. But I mean, I'll hear it out again and, and talk
0: through it. Yeah. Uh so Adam Silver, and this really came on the kind of branched off from the Ben Simmons in Philadelphia six 76ers kind of uh concern. So they're going through some some kind of litigation now where Ben Simmons is basically trying to get his money back. Right. Uh, essentially, he's almost $20 million that was withheld for him because he wasn't playing. Uh, he made $16 million up front. It doesn't really cover what he's lost. Uh, I mean, $360,000 per game is a lot. And he missed a lot. missed a lot of games this year, so he's just trying to get his money back, but it led to adam Sand- uh not sandler adam silver
1: <laughs> him too <laughs>
0: him too um he said there's a concerning you know move of moving forward of of, of, of trend of star players not participating yeah in this a is the complement of games um oh shit <laughs> <laughs> okay, But, you know obvious. they're looking into to kind of resources and you know they're they're thinking of terms of creating other incentives um to get stars to play, whether that's reducing the name or number of games. So yeah, I don't know what the incentives uh, are, but the,
1: yeah, the fact that <clears throat> we're that's talking even discussion. About, yeah, man. Like let's, let's come up with stuff for these million dollar athletes to do their fuck <laughs> to do their job. Right. Like you're, you're getting paid. You've come up with an excuse or a part of the game now where you can sit out. And then now we want to come up with incentives to make you play. And then he, you know, was talking about like, you know, we're really working on it. And, you know, I figured the play in game would be something that would have got their momentum going, but that didn't work. So it's like, this is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. I I was, I was thinking of this the other day and while my next has been eliminated for about a week or two now, um, I was saying, like, man, this has been a long season. Like, it's the normal 82 games, but I just feel like they've been playing for a long time. I don't I don't know why it's just kind of felt that way. They
1: started late, too, right?
0: Well, uh, no, they started in,
1: like, mid-October.
0: Yeah, they have okay. started to push it up. So oh, I, the league is – this has been an ongoing thing back, you know, since at least Greg Popovich started to make it famous when he started saying he was, you know, kind of resting players or game managing or however he was doing. He could probably extended Tim Duncan's career for another, you know, five <laughs> years, because he just wouldn't play him. sometimes, right? Um, so this has been an ongoing kind of theme, and you know, LeBron says something every, you know, few months about him being tired and they need more time over All Star break. So now they have a week off after All Star break, and but they want to start the season earlier before October. And, but nobody, mid October, nobody really watches them till That's Christmas. Cool. And then Christmas and start speak, you know. So they they've been kind of
1: back and forth,
0: back and forth with this topic for a while. Um, and I I don't know what incentivize, what incentives they can do for, mm-hmm. you know, players getting paid. And Ben Simmons' case, three hundred sixty thousand dollars to yeah. to play basketball. But I, I, I guess you know, if I'm if I'm if it seems long to me, and I'm just sitting on the couch watching games every day, <laughs> I mean. I'm sure it'd be long to them playing three or four times a week as well, traveling, all those type of things. So right. I, I don't know what the easy answer is for it, but it's just it is an interesting topic.
1: Yeah. And then the other like brush by though, because you know we don't mess with the alphabet boys and we ain't talking about the feds at FBI. We're talking about the, the alphabet, um, mm-hmm. the alphabet gang. And uh I guess he's keeping the all-star game in Utah. Do you think that'll last? because where did he move it before because of the like the the same time I think it was
0: uh, Charlotte. They, Charlotte they moved it yes, from Charlotte they moved it. Mm-hmm. so you know
1: change the times or we'll, we'll see what happens
0: We'll see I, I don't mm, there hasn't been an all-star game in Utah since I, I want to say early 90s 92 mm. 93ish or something like that Yes yeah, Stockton Malone days Stockton Malone yeah. I think they actually won the MVP in the all-star game um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I, could I know it. Yeah, so I, it's probably huge for those type of cities that are, mm-hmm. you know, the Utahs, the Clevelands of the world that are not the mega markets. Um, so I'm sure they don't want to move it, um, you know, just for the uh, – there's always a a battle in NBA for big markets versus small markets, so I'm sure they don't want to move it, but right. um, we'll, we'll see. see.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: LeBron hasn't commented on it yet, if that's you know, when he <laughs> does. Then we'll see. When he
1: does, then we know. <laughs> it's time to, to, to uh, EF Hutton when he speaks. Um, uh, golf, I mean, you know the Masters coming up in a few days. Uh, you know, so shout out to uh, Tiger. He's making a comeback. So he announced that he'll be playing. So we'll see if. And that's miraculous. That's a hell of a comeback. From almost dying to almost having your leg cut off to like saying like, no, I'm going to compete in one of the top <laughs> top the Super Bowl of his sport.
0: Yeah, man, it's uh just it's a testament to his um his drive his focus his want to and whatever the case is man it's just that military (laughs) team yeah it's it's honestly crazy man when you know when you're passionate about something and uh, i guess to some ways identify probably yourself to some degree with something right I think it's just hard to let go, man. This is what Tiger Woods is, right? This is what he's been forever. Um, And to think that he, you know, dang near lost his life leg and everything. Um, But he's still trying to get back, not just live, but to actually compete at the highest level. I don't know. There's something just incredible about that. And I think it's rare, maybe because I live in the world of athletics and sports, but I just think like, like, elite elite level athletes are just so rare of humans this when it comes to that kind of drive i i I don't know maybe a doctor will feel the same way about getting back to his practice and i'm just not familiar with that world as much as i am with athlete but it's just incredible and it's kind of weird because he don't even wear nike he can't even wear nikes on his feet no more man so why i don't know i don't don't think he lost the deal but like there's something about his feet and comfort and walking again and all that that he has to wear like
1: Dr. Shoals. <laughs>
0: yeah, like <laughs> some some Erico's Grudens, some, some Gruden's or something.
1: <laughs> Yo, well, speaking of Nike, that's a great transition, man. Um, How are you feeling that Mrs. Bryant, Vanessa Bryant, re-signed the deal with Nike to get the Kobe's back after like halting it and, and going through that situation?
0: I don't know. I, I'm not going to touch, <laughs> touch on that too much. I, I don't know. What the whole business side of it is, and right uh so I I, I think it's good. I, I've been wanting some Kobe's and I don't want to pay <laughs> thirteen hundred dollars for some Kobe's. So I you can the market went,
1: the went what they say today's price is not <laughs> yesterday's price for real, for real. Um like, I guess yeah. it was good to see her I guess she was protecting, you know, that legacy, that name and I guess the the initial issue was the fact that um they were making them allegedly or she claimed or felt that they were making them without her consent or just weren't getting approval. So probably just let them know like I will shut this shit down until we see eye to eye. And you never know, like you said, in that business lane. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But um like like you further said, happy to see it back because it was still big into the into the league. Like these guys really like playing in those shoes. Like mm-hmm. Legitly, so
0: no. I mean, um I, th- I think this was a thing that was happening even before his death that there were I some th- things with Nike. So glad it's all resolved, I guess.
1: For sure. All right. So a sport that doesn't get much love, but now is just really, really picking up is uh Formula One, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you say know, you don't know? Well, Shit. well, it was Scooby. announced. That it, was to, it, it was announced that it's coming to Vegas, and I mean the fact that. Uh, the top there's only like two people that win and I can't think of the other guy's name but of course everybody knows Hamilton which is our Hugh um is is the goat so far into in uh, into um, the sport but uh they're looking like they're growing really fast and coming to the states more so they'll be in Miami and then you know it's just announced that they'll be in Vegas so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how many you know uh, fans you know come up on the sport now within the but that's what you have to do right like that's why the NFL goes to London right to it's one thing to watch it on TV but once you kind of get it in you know in a city near you you get to experience it actually be on the raceway it's going to be uh pretty exciting to see uh what happens and um how the sport grows and how often they're going to you know incorporate the um the states in their tour
0: yeah and in, in the power of media i i, I would uh, assume that the sport took a rise when it, you know, had that kind of whatever that hard knock type of Netflix show that they had, uh, that's or they crazy. have on Netflix. So mm-hmm. that's how I'm going to catch up to see like, okay, let me, let me further understand F1. Uh, so we'll see.
1: And you know, you, you think it, it sad that it took such a slow rise after the dude came from formula one to beat Ricky Bobby to make him great again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember what the dude's name was. All right. um, Moving on. T.O. back in the news. Oh, the- <laughs> okay. We'll be brief with this one. So T.O. is going to return to football. You hear this? Mm-hmm. I did and hear this. he's going to play in the controlled fan league. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Shout out to Renee Montgomery, a fan of, of the show. She's a part owner of, I think, Beast Mode with um. Yeah with uh yeah yeah so shout out to them but um how you feel about him coming back and <laughs> playing for the fan control league
0: i mean i guess i can't be a hypocrite because i just said like <laughs> i just was giving love to target woods are they're interested about their love and identity with their to the game to is i guess doing something similar or the same i don't i don't know what he has yet to prove i don't know if we need to uh hall of Famer. Dive more into what's going on with TO that he still feels like he needs to be playing football. But
1: <laughs> and you know who he tried to recruit, recruit as that's my quarterback.
0: Who I didn't get this.
1: Kaepernick. Mm, okay. <laughs> he said, mm, with that, I'm gonna go <laughs> go ahead and continue. This is another quick one. How um, old is TO? 45.
0: Yeah, I'm praying for his safety. Forty
1: something in that, something in that range. Anyway.
0: Well, Tom Brady can do it. I'm sure TO can.
1: There you go. And T well TO is taking hits. Uh, and it's a smaller kind of it's a it's like arena football, but smaller.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they're I mean, they got dudes like me guarding TO, so I think it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to those athletes, but <laughs> um,
1: USF you is it USFL? You whatever it is, spring football. You excited? Mm-hmm. You want to watch it? What's your thoughts?
0: Uh, again, I'm not really a fan of uh, spring football. Or all these, yeah, at least I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, I think football belongs in the fall. I think there's um, I think there's you know, ways that you can train for the fall. Fo- I think that's part of the makes football special and unique is there's, there's that not that many opportunities. There's, amount. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's not a lot of alternative leagues everywhere. Um, you know, there's the NFL there's college, you know, and that's really it. Right. Like, I mean, obviously the CFL and arena football, there's other ways to keep playing, but I think it's in its purest form. It's in those two sectors. So. Um, I think that's what makes it special. Not really into that. I don't think the, I don't think society likes football that much. Um, that we need to watch it in the spring. I think that's part of it. Unless they can figure out like how to fantasy football, like people in the of spring course. and stuff like that, then um, I think they'll have some advantages there. But until then, I, I, I just don't see. It I last think that's a big part ball. of it, man. I mean,
1: if mm-hmm. they find. April's not a bad as we kind of was prepping for this show. A-
0: <laughs> April's it's not a, a bad time to. <laughs> it's not a bad time to look at it, man. To
1: like get some content on, right? Because you're you're talking about the end of free agency for football for the most part, right? Because it's like end of that. Now getting to focus on the draft, and the draft is at the end of the month. Um, you know, basketball like these last couple of games nobody cares about, and you're getting into the first round of the playoffs, which you know kind of okay you watch it a little bit but you really don't care until it gets deeper cuz you yeah. really don't care about the playing teams and you're really hopeful if your team is even in the play playing where right. they're going to go so i mean we'll see
0: yeah i mean this is a good little pocket window before the draft and um once the combine is over cuz people don't really look at pro days as much as they look at what the combine is and then baseball mm-hmm. starting but Who's really watching baseball outside of? That's no no disrespect. People are watching baseball. You no,
1: know, you said it right.
0: I did disrespect. Baseball,
1: it. baseball barely got started. Like they just what opening day is next week. This week,
0: yeah, it's just I don't know. It's coming up. I know it's the coming up. Game. And, and know. Jackie Robinson day is the only thing that we are like,
1: yeah. <laughs> gonna worry about seeing. Let everybody wear the forty two and then like keep it pushing for their it ridiculously long ass season, which. Like, which is crazy that it starts right now. And then we don't really care about it until October.
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Well, let's not, let's not, I mean, like July, there's a moment there where there's wherever the all-star game is. And, you know, they have the home run derby. And then
1: a little bit of that.
0: You can kind of see what people are doing and you can kind of follow your team. I think baseball, similar to probably like the NBA is turning into, like you, you probably have to have a team that you really,
1: Watch and follow. Watch
0: and follow, and then you can kind of follow throughout the year, and I guess that would make it more enjoyable from game to game, day to day.
1: When's the last um, time you've been to a baseball game?
0: Do uh a major league baseball game. A major, a while, not,
1: not not our not our, what our <laughs> aviators fifty.
0: Uh yeah, it's been a while. I'm going to. I'm I I am going to Wrigley Field Let's go. this summer in May. Um Let's go. So I'm excited about that. They're playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Nice. Don't know anybody. So I just <laughs> want to see Wrigley Field.
1: We'll get you some peanuts and Cracker Jacks.
0: <laughs> I'm going to stand up when it's time to stand up and test the popcorn at Wrigley Field. Oh, yes.
1: That's that. You got to got to come back with the popcorn update. Got to. Um. But yeah. So baseball, baseball is back. Congratulations to them. But I think they, they're they in the same situation as the NBA. Like, it's just too long, you know. Sure. Sure. Um. And just like the NBA and the NFL, like where are their rule changes? Like they're going in to do things to perfect, excuse me, to change the game and not all the time are these rules, right. That they're doing in either one of these sports, but these games have changed. Right. I think we talked about this in the live too, about the way basketball was your traditional in the post. And like, that's why a lot of people, well, I mean, I guess I'll speak for myself. That's why I like watching the women's game because it's fundamental basketball. Like you're seeing, you know, not just running gun and pulling up at the half-court line. But
0: It's also, I mean, we we, we got some more stuff to get into, but I think this leads into another topic is just, you know, who the consumer is. Mm. Um, You know, I think baseball is probably trying to figure out that 18 to 35 window. Um,
1: And then what hue they want to be in, huh?
0: It seems like basketball is the same way. And, you know, um, who really watches games anymore? Outside of like us, like you know, those eighteen, they they're watching games from highlights, highlights. on, on IG, full. right, <laughs> on Twitter, YouTube. They're not really watching a full. Yeah, I mean, you see a fourteen minute highlight, you know, you get you think, the drift. Yeah, you you've seen the whole game, um, <laughs> so you're not really watching the game. And for people like me that still enjoy watching the game, um, I don't know. We'll see.
1: All right, so have to bring the Lakers up cuz like your Knicks the Lakers are out of the the playoff um playing game. So get out. um couple things. Get them out. One. Let's talk about that show, man. Um yeah, a lot, people, a lot of people are not happy with the show or kind of give the same sentiments that I have. Now, I'm going to keep my promise. You told me to get past the first one. So, mm-hmm. I am going to delve into checking out a couple more I peeped the end of the uh, one of the episodes I uh, will tell you when he was bringing uh, <laughs> bringing the, the orange juice <laughs> yeah, to, to the room when they're in training camp so I'm gonna I'm take it to the lab and I'm gonna give it you know a full chance but people a lot of people are on my end saying like it's not a very good show. some people are saying they don't like the, the spin or how, how it's been going but you're saying it's still a good show. You, no no you said it's like one of your favorite things is on TV right
0: now. It's, it's it is. It is my favorite thing on TV right it's, now. Oh. It's called uh was it Winning Time, right?
1: Winning Time, it's yeah. The
0: story of Show Showtime. showtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so this is if those that don't know that I guess have not heard of the show this is referring to the the build of the dynasty uh from the 1980 Lakers that featured Kareem and Magic Johnson and James Worthy and highlight the owner uh jerry bus and uh you know and it's still, it's still the, the lakers owners are the lakers franchise is still in the bus family with jenny bus who's on the show as well It's not an owner i think it's a great show uh I, I like um i think they did a really good job with the characters i like the I,
1: casting you like the casting? casting? yeah like okay.
0: norm nixon is legit norm nixon's like It's not him, but whoever the actor is that's playing Norm Nixon, it looks exactly like Norm Nixon. Magic Johnson, he's got a tough role. That's some big shoes to fill. Like, Magic Johnson is still living with us today, right? So, like, you know... Larger than
1: life. Like, how can you...
0: How can you, like, really play Magic Johnson? Right. Notice nobody's played Michael Jordan since Michael Jordan, American Hero, which was the worst (laughs) movie ever, but... I think it's, he's got a tough role, but he's doing a, to me, he's doing, like, you know, a, a, a decent job. Right. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, there was the last episode kind of featured more of him in his um, transition from Lou Alcindor to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a little bit. Uh, and I guess, you know, even though it's dramatized, you kind of get the background of what that transition was mm-hmm. for Kareem and what it was to his family, so to speak, and um, you know, how that changed in his how he was approaching the game and uh he was one like LeBron James says is that you know, I'm more than an athlete sort of thing, and that was part of the reason why he transferred. so some people could say it's not realistic. some people could say it's not true i I, I don't think they're too far away from the truth. Uh, right. maybe they don't want some of the stuff that's the truth out there. um, but I think this is I think it's a pretty good show. I really do. I think they've done a good job so far with it.
1: All right, man. So I'll take it to the lab. And so life imitating art. So, you know, Genie, you know, and Magic came out and spoke against uh, some of the stuff kind of like through through LBJ, not under the bus, but just said, hey, um, we didn't want certain people and said that um, they wanted who they want. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, DeMar DeRozan said that they wanted him and somebody Party else.
0: And- yes, yes. yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And they didn't want Westbrook so just kind of throwing him under the bus like saying like no this is his decision so i don't know what that was for why that was needed because like you know who cares about the public opinion because at the end of the day y'all still in a shitty situation so just whether the public knows it wasn't you or it was you and then the fact that you're putting you know on a player what does that say about how you're running your organization
0: yeah i you know lebron james uh is LeBron James, so he, he is LeBron James Enterprises, like it or not. Like uh, he's in not. partnership with, with all <laughs> NBA teams that he's on. He's not just a player; he is LeBron James Enterprise. So you got to do business with him. Uh, and I, I don't know, man. I thought that was a little messy by Magic. I feel like mm-hmm. that's the reason why he quit. It's just because he likes being messy, Um <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't legally be messy or blame for the lack of success. Uh, right, with the Lakers. So he's got to stay magic, he's got to keep his uh, his brand of winning. So, whatever, I get that. Uh, whatever the case is, he was saying something totally different at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't say it wasn't going to work at the beginning of the season, and now it it's actually didn't work. Yeah, now he, it, he's got to, Oh, we should play, whatever the case is. So, i I take that with a grain of salt. I I'm think was,
1: for his home I mean, him and Jenny, like, they're yeah, they, they, came up, up, they came up, they came together. up together. So, yeah.
0: I, I whatever, whatever magic. The biggest, the bigger it's thing so- is to me <laughs> is uh, it's just I, I think we just need to accept that our uh, LeBron James is just in his wizard years, Michael Jordan wizard years. I think we just mm-hmm. need to accept where he at is where he's at in his career. And I know he's still averaging 30 and legally score and he still makes it look easy. Like, yeah, the game is different now. Um, all those type of things he just doesn't impact winning like he used to and there's no slight on lebron james it's just that he's old right so all right um, we gotta stop treating him like he's 25 he's old
1: <laughs> that he is <laughs> all right so last want to end it off with uh how we started with the women so let's uh definitely talk about the WNBA. um definitely excited that season's uh upon us it starts in may right
0: yeah the draft is coming up
1: the draft is coming up so definitely going to you know, catch a little bit of the draft, I like to see where some of the some of the talent goes, and then um, you know, how you feeling about Our Lady Aces?
0: Feel good. I, like I said before, I, I I didn't. You know, I know you're a fan of Liz Cambage. I am not. Um, so you know, I I'm think a fan
1: of, a, of the home team, man. Don't don't <laughs> don't do me like that. I fan know the you're a
0: fan. I know you're a fan of Liz Cambage. I am not, uh, and I think it will be addition by subtraction. Um, and I think. This is the year, and shout out to Becky Hammond. I didn't yes. think Bill Lambier was getting the best out of the the roster, mm-hmm. um, so I'm I'm excited to see what they're doing this year and um, see how Asia continues to lead the school the squad.
1: Absolutely, and another big, uh, just I guess news or shout out that uh, WNBA got that 75 what was a 75 million kind of raise or capital investment. So it'll be awesome to see what that does for the league and shit. Hopefully, now, now they can get charter flights and not yeah, have to ride, ride travel on buses. But uh, but no, and it um so uh front office sports kind of gave a listing of some of the people that invested in it. Um, so some of the people that invested were uh said some WNBA and, and NBA owners, Nike, Condoleezza Rice. That was a surprising one, but even though like Kind of Lisa like low key always comes up in like sports topics. Like, do you remember when they were saying she would be like a good GM for a team or something like that?
0: Well, yeah, you remember I, that. I you know crazy story, um, not crazy story. I I just remember at a Raiders game a few years ago in Oakland, they were playing Cleveland. Okay, and, and that's the team she's
1: been connected to. They're like Cleveland should bring her in.
0: She was there, like,
1: like. <laughs> What scout like watching, like somebody was gonna like,
0: like with a jacket on, just uh-huh. chilling, Locked like, in. whoa, that's kind of Lisa that's Rice kind of <laughs> right next to the Allstate dude. Crazy, <laughs> <laughs> i see man, right next to Quincy McCall's dad.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: she, she's in there deep, so shout out to her.
1: So, Paul, uh, Gasol's one, of course, uh, Joe, cool. Joe Tassi, Tassi, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, mm-hmm. the dude he owns—I want to say the Liberty—I think it is in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And I think he's part owner of the one of the teams that we have out here, either the um, the lacrosse team or the new Nighthawks or something. He's involved with something here.
0: Um, Gasol picking up that legacy where you know his boy Kobe um left oh, the, that's, being a, big, a being a big advocate uh, for women's sports, particularly basketball. So
1: that makes sense. And then shout out to Swin Cash, um, you know, Cash. yeah, definitely WNBA uh, legend, and now she, you know, she's working with um, the New or- New Orleans Pelicans.
0: She's still with the Pelicans?
1: Yeah, at this point, I believe I don't think that uh, there's been a move or a change, but yeah, she's down there with them. So shout out to Swin, big time. We need to get Swin on the show. That'd be dope. Her, That'd be dope. And, um. Oh, and then uh, Baron Davis, which is interesting. Like I know Baron's like a big investor person, but yeah. just for him to be, cause he's, I don't know he's got jokes.
0: <laughs> BD man, shout out to BD. <laughs> well,
1: that's all I have, man. You had anything for the people?
0: Nah, man. We good. No,
1: good man. Just kind of bouncing around all the topics that's going on, cause there's a lot. I mean, even though nothing for a full show, <laughs> but but a lot of a lot of nooks and crannies, man. So. I hope you guys thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed the show um, If you enjoyed it, share it If you didn't enjoy it, please still share it uh, We drop new episodes every Thursday So thank you for jumping in the locker room um, Please stay safe Practice gratitude And know we're rooting for you
0: Screaming all us blacks Got a sports and entertainment Until we even Assuming I'm rooting for everybody black yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 yo. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spent bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Assume me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.